In Rome, Georgia, on the corner of 5th Avenue and Avenue A, is a red door nestled between a restaurant and a tax office. This door belongs to Rome Coins, Rome's one and only dedicated coin shop. After ringing the doorbell, the shop's owner, operator, and sole employee, Dylan Moran, greets us at the door. Hey bud, how are you? Good. Originally born in the state of Michigan, Dylan came to Rome to work at Berry College while also earning his master's in business administration. During his time in Rome, he began his side gig of buying and selling coins. I collected as a kid, pulled my collection back out as an adult, and got back into it by just kind of buying coins at, at coin shows, estate sales, flea markets, that sort of thing, and then selling them online on eBay. Also, family and friends knew that I was into coins, so they'd want me to look at their collection. And then, uh, of course, the question was, do you want to buy it? I'd say, absolutely. I'd keep some of it, sell some of it. So I did that for a while while also working full-time. And then I just made a Google listing probably five years ago saying that I buy coins. Over the years, after the coin business became more and more successful, Dylan and his family decided to officially set up shop here in Rome. My wife works locally. We bought a house, had kids, so the roots were there. As the coin business started picking up, uh, you know, we've always loved Rome, so we decided to, you know, go all in, open the shop, make this our forever home. There are many different aspects to running a coin shop. This includes the buying and selling necessary to keep inventory up with demand as well as providing accurate appraisals for each piece of inventory. It's a two-way business, so you're buying from the public and selling to the public. So when buying from the public, you've got to provide accurate uh, appraisals and estimates of their collection, uh, transparently in my opinion, and then offer as competitive a price as possible, or else they're just going to go somewhere else. And that drives referrals and repeat business. On the selling side, uh, we can't just rely on the walk-ins to provide our inventory. We have to supplement through uh, wholesalers and different mints that we work with. So that mostly is tied to the gold and silver bullion, where far less of that walks in than the older U.S. coins. So we have to supplement bullion from the wholesalers and the mint to meet our local demand. As for the coins themselves, many people flock to Rome coins from inside and outside of Georgia to either invest in silver and gold or to add historic coins to their collection. I mean, it's a pretty strong demand. I don't know that I can quantify it per se, but uh, I think because of our marketing and price points, we now have customers that come as far from Atlanta, Alabama, Chattanooga, in North Carolina. So I don't know how to quantify that per se, but it's been growing pretty exponentially, I guess I would say. As for myself, I have frequented Rome coins for the past few months, and I've developed a hobby for collecting these precious metals. My collection ranges from the more popular silver dollars, like Morgan and Peace dollars, to particularly rarer coins, like an authentic Spanish reel salvaged from the shipwreck El Cazador off the coast of Louisiana. Rome Coins also sells paper currency, and I have a few of those in my collection as well, like a World War II-era Hawaii overprint note. This dollar bill is stamped with the word Hawaii and was used in case Japan invaded Hawaii during the war. Dylan himself also has his own personal collection 
and he advises anyone wanting to get into the hobby to simply buy what looks cool. There's, there's no rhyme or reason to the way I collect. If it looks cool, I want it. I originally collected Indian head pennies. That was my thing. So I have lots of old U.S. coins. Uh, my other favorite is the Morgan Silver Dollar. The best part of working at a coin shop, obviously, is you get to keep whatever you want. So the best-looking Morgans, they just go home with me. Uh, the American Silver Eagle is probably one of my favorites. I collect the key dates of those. One, because I like them, but two, I think that in the future, those are going to be worth exponentially more than their silver weight, which they already are. And then I also collect ancient coins, ancient Greek and Roman. I think it's a pretty accessible hobby. It's pretty easy for someone to get into. And my recommendation would be, just from my own experience, just buy what you think is cool. And then along the way, just figure out what you really like, what you think might be the most valuable in the future. And then as you move down that path, I think a lot of people realize that collecting is about investing, whether you know it or not at the time. So as you move along, you might get into the, the silver and gold aspect of it because, again, it's a safe place to park your money. It's better than a savings account, and over time, gold and silver only goes up. So even if you're buying, say, rare coins, you might decide that, you still want them to be silver or gold so they at least have a base value to them. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. With Viking Fusion News, I'm Roger Thomas.